this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, just a quick note about this episode. We were having some technical issues and like I had to switch my microphone in the middle of it and everything. So uh, deep apologies for this one, but I hope you enjoyed it anyway. I thought this was a really fun conversation. So thanks. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and this week, on our Friday episode, we're going to be talking about urban legends. Don't worry, not the movie. We're going to be actually talking about urban legends. And I am going to be joined for that one. Hopefully, Susie will be there as well. Susie is having some technical issues. So she isn't on with us today for our pop culture episode. But hopefully, either she can either join later on this one or on our urban legends one. But I have with me Paula and Sasha. So, Sasha. You are going last now. I had it. I was not going to be last. And then Susie abandoned me. And now I'm last. That's what happened. You were so excited that you weren't going last. I was. I gave her a computer gremlin. This will, uh, be known, this will go down in history as the Sasha mm-hmm. Urban Legend. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all started here. Witnessing it right now firsthand. Yep. But... Before we get into those urban legends, and feel free, since this is dropping on Wednesday, you can reach out to us, even though we won't be able to get it on the air. I should have asked this question on social media beforehand, but maybe I'll give you a shout out next week. But send us some of your favorites. Maybe we'll mention some of your favorites, um, but feel free to DM those to us as well. But let's first talk about some pop culture and fandom news. And uh, Paula. Hey, hey, Paula. Hey, hey. What are you, what are you into right now? So I just finished reading a, or listening to an audiobook called uh, Supervillain by John Scalzi. And it was read by Will Wheaton, who reads pretty much all of John Scalzi's book. He's, uh, Scalzi is a science, science fiction writer, mostly. And this book is about a guy named Charlie who's a divorce substitute teacher and his rich uncle just passed away and leaves his supervillain business to him. And, you know, it's it's not all it's cracked up to be. You know, people are trying to take over the business from him. And, you know, one of the perks is it comes with an island volcano and there's like highly intelligent talking spy cats and talking dolphins who, by the way, are on strike. And it's hilarious. The book is a ton of fun. 
and uh, highly recommend it. Um, I recommend all of Scalzi's books, but this one had me laughing the whole time. It was it was so good. It was a lot of fun. So uh, that's what I'm really into right now. It's in my Audible queue right now. It's so good. It's so good. And right before that, I had listened to the Kaiju Preservation Society, also by John Scalzi, also read by Will Wheaton, also really good. I just love that leaving the soup, a super villain <laughs> to somebody. That would be the coolest thing to inherit. It, the book was a lot of fun. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Awesome. And Sasha. Yep. Curse of Sasha. No. Right here, right now. My magic spirit fingers doing the, I don't know. It's funny because I almost brought up a, a book that also has a talking cat. And it is a child who has left a, like, grandfather's bookstore. But I'm not done with it, so I don't know how it ends. So I don't want to recommend it if it sucks. <laughs> I have to finish it first. Um, so I'm going to go with I Fell Prey to a TikTok Trend. And the thrift store ghost painting is what I uh, did this week. So if you, have, if you are on the wrong side of TikTok, get on the right side which is the ghost painting. So basically you go to the thrift store, you find a cheap painting, you clean it up, and then you add ghosts to it and make it spoopy for Halloween-y funs. And you can add whatever. My coworker threw a painting party. I picked up a bunch of the thrift store paintings like over the last couple of months to do this. And yeah, we had a little paint party and painted little ghosts into great things. A friend had this beautiful image. It was going to be great. And when she opened up the frame that somebody custom built for it, it turned out that it was a calendar page from like 1993 that somebody really loved the image and framed it. So, but yeah, ghost for store painting. Wow. Someone <laughs> framed an image from a, mm -hmm. from a calendar. That's mm -hmm. Wow. But yeah, thrift store ghost painting. That's what I'm into right now. TikTok made me do it. 10 out of 10 would recommend. TikTok is... Yeah. TikTok is a drug. <laughs> I want to just say, oh my gosh, it's like a drug. It really is a drug. Well, it's very hard, I want to say. I cannot wait for the for the SAG after a strike to be over for many, many reasons. Of course, a lot of them are just, you know, so that people get what they deserve. I mean that in a good way, but I also just want it to be over because there's so many things I want to talk about and I can't talk about any of them. So every week it's getting harder and harder for me to come up with something. And so the thing I'm going to talk about is because this is just not going away. I think Paula has gotten to the point where she's sick of me sending her so many TikToks because I hardly ever hear back from her because I was like, oh, she loves Jensen Ackles and the character he played for 15 seasons so much. I am just going to flood her messages uh, with some some of that content. And I love it, but I have to get caught up. <laughs> okay. I'm like, because I'm like, you're lucky, Carla. I only have sent you like a couple. I've sent. Paula, like about, I don't know. I don't know how many. I'm just like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to send this to you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I will get caught up on those <laughs> probably this weekend. But speaking of Jensen Ackles, uh, there was a convention um, in uh, DC. And I guess it was also a big convention because a fan that I don't, I never knew before, Krista, 
she has terminal cancer. And so this whole convention was centered a lot around her, which was really amazing. That's like an amazing thing of fandom too, because I think there's a lot of in that fandom. I think there are a lot of negative things in that, but the fact that a whole convention was like that and all the actors got in on it and they all wore these shirts that said hashtag Krista Khan on them, all this stuff. I'd never heard of this person before, but they uh, take a lot of videos and a lot of pictures and stuff. I don't know, um, Paula, if you, because you, just because of your face. Yeah, she's at almost every convention. She's uh, Crispa on Twitter and YouTube. And she films like all of the panels and puts them up there. So she's at almost every convention. She's really well known about among the people that go to the, go to the conventions or, or aren't able to go and are able to watch it through her. I mean, there's, there's a few other people that, that um, do it too, but she's, she's been doing it for oh, probably about 10 years or so. And a lot of her videos, people are saying, you know, this is why I started going to them because I saw her videos and saw how cool it was. So she's been there a lot and the actors are kind of familiar with her. So yeah, it was really cool. I was kind of watching it over the weekend, seeing that. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, um, Jensen did the Saturday night special that night. He was there for a lot of it, which he never does. I guess they did. That was like a request only kind of thing for her through that so it was it was a huge thing it was really it was really cool to to watch that over the weekend but yeah she's crespa k-r-e-e-s-p-a on twitter and youtube and i don't know if she's on any other social media but you can find her videos and they're really great they're she does a really good job with the videos and such i just thought that was such a beautiful thing because so often on in that fandom i think because i kind of left that fandom to be honest and a lot of it was because there's so much fighting in that fandom. And um, especially on Twitter, there was. And so it was kind of just exhausting. But seeing that was really showed a beautiful side. And especially with all the cast members and everybody getting involved in that. But then there was the other side to it. This, the lustful side of me with watching Jensen Ackles singing whipping post there is something about when he sings that song and you could there's a version of it um that you can listen to on spotify it's a live version and it is just like sex that's just it's just it's amazing so i watched tiktoks of that i watched videos of that i watched youtube tape i I, I've, i've seen this so many times it's kind of pathetic but that's what I'm still into is I'm into the fandom being amazing. And then on the other side, I'm really into watching Jensen Ackles sing. And that'll be another reason I'll be glad for the strike to be over. Maybe I can move on from this Jensen Ackles thing. That's just got me wrapped tightly, but I know when we first come back, I'm going to just, I'm just going to vomit a bunch of words about the show. I have been watching a couple of times because I have so much newfound rage that I just want to get out. (laughs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So let's move on to one thing in pop culture or fandom that you are excited about, upset about, et cetera, about. I am excited about music. So Duran Duran is coming out with a new album on the 27th of October, and it's Halloween themed. Yes, it's called Dance Macabre, and they're releasing three new songs. Uh, Two of those singles are already out, uh, the title track, and the rest of the album is going to be covers and reimaginings of some of their older music. And I'm very excited for this because new new Duran Duran music is always good. And then AGR's got another album coming out in November, and that one's, I'm looking forward to that one too. So uh, yes, lots of lots of music coming up soon that I'm very excited for. I'm very excited about that. Yes, Duran Duran. I'm gonna have to. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm making notes of all the things. So it's like find Jensen Axel singing Whipping Post. You know, mm-hmm. now I'm adding find Duran Duran new album. And when did you say? Uh, the Duran Duran album is coming out October 27th. Yay! Yay! Sasha, what are you excited about? Pissed about? Thrilled about your powers? A's, yeah, I'm, my powers. <laughs> my powers I didn't know I had. I have a simultaneously excited and mad phenomena happening. So I read the book Fourth Wing, which is blowing up everywhere. Um, you know, it's dystopian. It's very much early aughts, right? It's got dragons and then it's got like divergent vibes and hunger games it's that kind of feel i think i talked about it before but the sequel iron flame is coming out next month so it's very exciting and i'm ready because it ended on this cliffhanger and then i found out it's going to be part of this giant series and now i'm like concerned for character safety so i'm very excited about iron flame which is coming out but the uh what is a book company called i almost called it a production company and that's not what it's called a publisher Publisher, thank you. I'm like the, you know, the people that do the book thing. <laughs> I had to think too. I was like, you know, those people, those people, the people with the books and the paper, they do the things. So the publisher of this series of books and this particular author, so they put out that they're they're dropping this book. It's confirmed that it has to do with the Fourth Wing series somehow. Um, it's coming out the same day as Iron Flame, but they're not revealing the cover or any facts about it. And it's on Amazon. Like you can pre-order this book, but there's no details. And so it's like, again, because I'm, I'm, I'm having a problem with the TikToks. Um, it's everywhere. It's all over my page. All I can see is people excited about this book. And I'm like, you're all buying a book and you know nothing. I understand it's Amazon. If you don't like, you can return it. Like returns are super easy. Go buy Whole Foods, drop it off, whatever. But like all these people are freaking out and pre-ordering this book. It's not the sequel because the ISBN numbers don't match. So it's some mystery book and it's just got me. And then I'm excited about the other one. So it's, I'm done. (laughs) It's a mixed bag. Okay. Now I'm just learning something here and I feel really stupid so ISBN numbers, they will tell you if a book is a sequel or not? It tells you the title of the book. So they're they're linked to the book. So if you look at oh. the ISBN number, you see it's not Fourth Wing and it's not Iron Flame. So it's not the original or the sequel. It's something else, but it's blank on everything. Like it won't tell you the title of the book. 
they're keeping it some big mystery, which I've never seen in the book world. I've never seen anywhere, really. Like, why would you? That's interesting. I don't know. And it's a $33 book because it only comes in hardcover. It's the only way you can get it. So there's all these theories that it's like some fancy cover. It's got sprayed edges. Like, but the page count doesn't match the original. So then they're like, well, maybe there's a bonus chapter. It's, it is conspiracy central on this mystery book on Amazon. And it's got me grr. I just, I won't, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not falling for it. The FOMO is not going to get me. It's fine. If I regret it later, I regret it later. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Maybe it's some kind of collector's edition with like illustrations in it or something. No! Why would you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm FOMO. sorry. Paula! I'm sorry. Way to go, Paula. <laughs> I'll just see myself out now. <laughs> You are the next one for my curse. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Paula, where'd you go to? <laughs> that was lame. I'm sorry. <laughs> I lost everybody. I, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Sasha's keeping her eye on me now. I'm sorry. I just, I, sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm the host, so my opinion's the only one that truly matters. Right. <laughs> that is totally, totally fair. Sorry. I it's more than fair. It's more I'm, than fair. It's the rules. <laughs> well, again, hard time coming up with anything or any of this stuff anymore. And then I woke up this morning and it really hit me. I'm going to be in Ireland in two weeks from when we're recording this. and. I started watching all these TikToks about Ireland and people going to Ireland and everybody just talking about how it's the most amazing, magical experience of their lives. And so I'm very excited about that. I'm also excited because this means, you know, I'm going there. I'm meeting my future hubby, Colin. Hi, Colin. I'll see you soon. So... I may not come back. I may be getting married. I may be just staying over there or splitting my time between there and, you know, L.A. So it's been nice being a podcast host for all of you. But no, I'm excited to go to Ireland and I'm excited for a vacation. I This is the first time I have ever been outside of the country ever in my life. So I'm also very excited for that. So, um, yeah. So here's to visiting the home of my future husband. And yeah, cheers. Cheers to that. Love that. Oh, Support Definitely. That. Cheers. <laughs> yes. So don't worry. I know reality from not reality people out there. I'm just very excited to be going. So I know that's kind of a lame thing. I just kind of said there, but. That's what I'm into. I'm excited about going to Ireland. I'm excited to spend Halloween there. That'll be our last full day there will be Halloween. And because we're doing like a tour, we're doing a tour group so that it, so that, you know, basically we don't have to do any of the driving and everything's kind of planned out. And we just decided it'd be nicer that way to do it. And the last time is like a pub night, you know, like a pub music night. And that's on Halloween. So 
I'm really excited about that because I am just imagining that that's going to be like a really cool thing. Um, so yeah, I'm not excited about the the traveling. Um, I'm very lucky though. My sister was able to upgrade us to first class on Delta on the way out there. And you get these little pods that you can like lie down in. Oh, that's amazing. I know. So hopefully I can sleep on the way out there because once we get out there, it's going to be morning. And so can't go to sleep. And so (laughs) it's going to be like your last night. It's going to be, I can already see the movie of your life, right? It's going to be the movie of Aaron's life. Mm -hmm. She's in a pub in Ireland on Halloween. The love of her life walks in. No, he pops up on stage. Oh, even He's a special guest for the band. They make eyes across the bar. Can you not see the rom-com? I'm picturing it right now. It's fantastic. Gets all awkward and can't talk and goes, I slept in a pod. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That was amazing, Sasha. Especially that you added that he was performing with the band because that makes it better. That's the only way it can happen. Otherwise, it's not as good of a rom-com. You're like, meh, whatever. But he's performing with the band and you get tongue-tied and you say, I slept in a pod. It's the equivalent of, I carried a watermelon. (laughs) Wow. It'll be perfect. I'm telling you, I'm calling it now. Oh my God. Putting it out into the universe. Use use those powers for good, Sasha. <laughs> you know, I need to stop like jinxing tech and like use the powers for good. This is what's going to happen. Oh man! Yeah. Okay, I can't wait for this to happen. <sighs> now let me just get my pull my brain out of that that fantasy that I'm picturing in my head right now. Whew. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Lastly, and I'll just say really quickly on this, um, because I don't know how heavy we'll get this, but just a little bit of like trigger warnings for slut shaming and and stuff like that. And, you know, just things that go with that, because, you know, I think we have a tendency in this society to judge men in a very different way about their sexuality as far as like their sexual history. like. Sometimes we'll be like, okay, men are allowed to be with as many people as possible, other times not. Or we do it in a way where I think people feel it's okay to judge men on their sexuality because they're men. So we can judge them on their sexuality, which we should not be judging anyone on their sexuality. But the reason this is coming up is Whoopi Goldberg recently criticized actress Rachel Bilson for judging a male partner's sexual history. So actress Rachel Bilson was recently on a podcast, on an episode of her podcast, Broad Ideas. And she said she'd find a potential boyfriend's sexual inexperience a little weird. 
So then Whoopi Goldberg said, uh, quote, I'm sorry. I think it's very odd that you're concerned that he's had sexual partners, any sexual partners. Why is it your business? Listen, men traditionally were taught to have many sexual partners. That's how it was. Men could go and do whatever they wanted to do, and women were not supposed to. Now that has been shifting, and young women have been bitching about, you know, why are you telling me what I should be doing? Now it's happening, and you're mad. I don't understand. And uh, so I just want to know, just because... I just think this is an interesting topic that we'll have to talk about more too. Just the way, this way we, we treat men in this arena, because I really do think there is a double standard sometimes. And we don't really, it's the same thing of like, we don't seem to respect or we don't believe men a lot of times when something happens to them. And we sometimes don't seem to respect the boundaries in the same way. I think that sometimes we can feel like, well, it's just men, so we can do whatever we want to them kind of thing. Uh, so Paula, what are your, your thoughts on that, on that double standard almost? It, it really is a huge double standard. And I mean, let's just say this, a person's sexual history is nobody's business, but their own period. The only information that you have a right to know is if you are intimate with that person and they have a sexually transmitted disease or infection. That is the only business. That is the only thing that you have a right to know because that can affect your health. Otherwise, it is none of your business. Period. I'm I'm married. My husband was married before um, before we got together. I never asked if he's been with anybody else. I don't care. I don't want to know. It's not appropriate, I don't think, for even me to ask that. If he offers that information, that's one thing, but it's his business and his business alone. There's no bearing on your relationship with a person, you know, based on who they've been with in the past sexually. It's just, it's, it's, it's kind of, I, I, I'm getting angrier than I than I thought I would because it's 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 kind of along the same lines in a way of you know it's it's their body it's their choice what they do with their body whether they're going to sleep with somebody or not. If you want that respect of of you know having the choice of your own body, you need to give them that respect as well, and not judge them for it. Yeah, and Sasha, I. Agree. I think body count is BS. And why are we keeping score? Um, There's no reason to keep score. The only time that it matters, like Paula said, is, you know, safety. So, you know, if you, before you jump in with somebody, you know, make sure everybody's tested, make sure everybody, you know, where all the cards lie as far as that goes, because it is your health. But I don't know that the numbers should ever matter. I also, like my husband, was previously married. I was previously married. We never had a, you know, body count conversation, which just, by the way, makes me think, how many people have you murdered? So I'm like, (laughs) I just really want to come out and be like, oh, you know, like 73 people? I don't remember where all the bodies are. 
<laughs> you know, I just, I don't know why it became a body count. That's it feels icky to, yeah, it, does. Just, it yeah. just feels weird to even want to have that conversation. I don't know. I, yeah, my husband and I never had the count conversation. It's irrelevant. Like he was married before, uh, you know, kids, like obviously he's had sex. I was married before. Obviously I've had sex. We came into it. It's like clean, tested, clean, tested, good, great, go. It doesn't matter. And I don't know. It's very much keeping score. I don't know why we're keeping score. Like, is there a prize? Is there a prize I don't know about? Like, what, why? Yeah. And, you know, and because Bilson, you know, also said this, this is the part that really gets me about this because I think it's the fact of judging it on the number of partners. Like Bilson said, if it's a really low at this day and age, you'd be like, it's a little weird. This is going to sound so judgmental because it is judgmental. That's me adding that in there. But if a dude's like in his forties and he's like slept with like four women. He's in his forties. Was he married for 15 years? Maybe that's why he's only at four women. I know. He was married for 15 of them and that's one. And prior to that, he was in his teens and slept with three. And there's a lot of reasons why someone may not want to be sexually active. Yeah, and it's nobody's business. And um, and I mean, she does, Claire, she does say, but it all depends. Maybe he's been in like a decade-long relationship or something. But even if he hadn't, that doesn't, that shouldn't matter. And that doesn't necessarily, and I also want to say, I think part of what it sounds like to me that she is getting at with that is that if that number was low, then he's not experienced enough to be good in bed. That's basically what it sounds like she is saying. And that is because a man could be with like hundreds of people and still not be good in bed or still not be able to find, you know, your G spot as someone said in this article here. But I mean, or or might not, you know, or might still not be, might be comfortable. And there's also other, you know, levels of sexuality. Not everything is black and white as far as like that stuff goes. And there's also, there's also asexuality. There's, you know, ace, there's all different sorts of sexualities. So you don't know. And that doesn't, the number of partners doesn't determine what kind of person someone is or what that relationship is going to be like. It could maybe if they had like the only way I could sort of, you know, is maybe if they had, we're in a bad relationship and then they've got baggage from that or stuff they're trying to deal with or they've been hurt or something like that but as far as this goes with the partners and the sexual partners it's really judgmental to me and i really don't i really think this is one of those that if this had been reversed the outrage you know Quant- quantity does not equal quality <laughs> that exactly exactly my tiktok for you page I have been getting also some stuff from like sex workers um, has showed up. And that's because I got on this very, as I said a few weeks ago, a very spicy side of TikTok. And so then these came in there and they're really interesting. And there was this one person who I was reading some of, some of hers and, and um, she was talking, she was, you know, talking about how when she used to work in a, um, in a company at a company you know, it begins with a B, a brothel. I can say it on here. I, she doesn't say it on there because it's TikTok and they would kick her off. But when she worked there, there would be nights when she would be with like 18 different 
men in that night. And so she was sharing that information and sharing about, you know, she was being very open about it, which she did not have to do. And the number of comments that she was responding to where people were saying so many gross and nasty things and then also saying, "How you're never going to get a man that way. You're never going to get a partner because you're, I mean, no man's going to want to be with someone who's been with those many people. And she's like, well, then that would not be the partner for me if they can't handle the fact that I did that for a living and still do. And if I had left and then we were together and they couldn't handle that, then they're not the partner for me. And then, you know, a whole person saying the whole disgusting stuff about, you know, it'd be like shooting a hot dog down a, you know, that kind of crap. It was so gross. But that's the same kind of thing that this is, only the opposite of like, well, because this man may not have been with as many sexual partners, that means what he's not going to be desirable to whoever his partner ends up being. It's just a gross double standard. And we'll definitely have to talk about it more because I don't think it's talked about enough. So yeah. Well, thank you, Paula and Sasha for joining me for this one. And apologies for all the technical snafus, my listeners. I know we had like weather technical snafus last week and they're having technical snafus this week. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to find out all about that urban legend known as Sasha next. (laughs) My fault. My bad. Whoopsie. (laughs) So, but I just want to thank you again, Paula and Sasha for being on this week's episode of pop culture and fandom news. And we're going to we're, we're going to go ahead and close this one out. And I'm going to go around and have everybody say where they can be found. So, hey, hey, Paula, where can people follow you? Like, uh, safely and consensually? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Consent is important. Um, you can follow me on pretty much all the socials. Twitter, Instagram. I'm now on TikTok. Hive social threads. And I finally got my invite for Big or for Blue Sky. <laughs> because <laughs> eventually Twitter's going to implode and I got to follow all my people somewhere. Um, so you can find me on all of those at It's My Sandbox. You can also find me on Twitch at my gamer tag, which is Artemis75. That's A-R-T-E-M-I-S-Z 75. And don't forget the Discord for It's a Phantom Thing. We're all over there. You can come talk to us, ask us questions, tell us your urban legends. <laughs> all of that. And the Discord. Thank you, Paula. Paula is the only one who ever remembers to mention that we have a Discord, even though it is in the show notes, everybody. So if you go to the show notes, you will see a link to our Discord channel. I just forget all the time to mention it. And we also have uh, another channel in there about our unofficial mascot, Christian Effing Bale, who's who we are going to be celebrating. I'm hopeful the strike will be over by then, but we'll be celebrating again in January. And that means there will be the return of, quote unquote, Christian effing Bale, one of the best things things that's ever happened to this podcast, ever. And I'm not just saying that because of a certain person, but it is true. It is absolutely true. But so that'll be returning. But so, yeah, come join us over there. Talk to us. You get to talk to your favorite panelists over there. Um, it's buzzing. It's a happening discord channel. So go over there, make it more happening, uh, play nice, but go over there and get, click the link in our show notes. And thank you, Paula, so much for remembering what I forget all the time. So Sasha, where can everybody f- 
follow you safely and consensually? Uh, on the Instagram at vegan geek chick. You can find me there. Uh, there's a link in my bio to my silly dumb dog that you will hear barking randomly. Um, and you probably don't want to interact with me on the discord because then you might catch the curse of the Sasha <laughs> and your tech will stop working. That is a good point, Sasha. That's a really good point. Yeah. So maybe we will interact with everybody but me. <laughs> And speaking of dogs, you want to follow Fergie. I just posted uh, today, recording this on Saturday, August. Uh, August. Whoa. <laughs> wow. I went back a couple Time months. Travel? I do not want to go back to August right now. No, thank you. Uh, Saturday, October 7th, we are recording this. And I did a little cute little thing with Fergie where she's looking at me like she is so the look she was giving at me was a look she gives me a lot of times and I have to remember she watches a lot of horror movies so I have to be careful um today we watched two of two movies featuring my horror comfort character MM you know that's what I'm calling him now be safe and so, you know, I got to be careful because she gets ideas, I'm sure. But go check it out. Her TikTok is at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. It is long, but it's worth it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. On TikTok. At It's a Phantom Thing Pod. If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, please feel free to reach out to us at It's a Phantom Thing Click the contact us button there. That'll shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And while you're there, consider becoming a Patreon supporter today for as little as three bucks a month. Uh, I have two, Paula and Sasha, our lovely Patreon supporters. And um, we will have, it probably will not be out by the time this drops because Carla and I are recording it a couple days after we're recording this, but we are going to have, and this is a very independent movie. It's not something that was done by the, by any AMPTP company. So that's why we're talking about it. But the movie, The Invitation, not the vampire one. Okay. This is the cult one. We are going to be talking about that as a bonus episode, but you also can get ad-free episodes. So remember, stick it to the bad capitalism and become a Patreon supporter today. So once again, click the support us on uh, the page on our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com or click the link in the show notes. And on our next episode, like I've been hyping up, we are going to be talking about urban legends and we're going to have to be very, very careful with some of these not to repeat certain things more than a certain number of times, if you know what I mean. So anyway, thank you, everybody. Um, I have totally spaced out what I'm doing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter, and Stop Asian Hate. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.